Hello and welcome to this week's look at action and stunts on film and television. An additional episode this week as we learnt last weekend of the passing of actor Carl Weathers, who, as everybody will know, played Apollo Creed in the Rocky franchise, Action Jackson, which we looked at a week or so back, and Dylan, the pencil-pushing double-crosser in this week's outing with Arnold Schwarzenegger, starring and John McTiernan directing This is Predator. rescue team not assassins now what are we gonna do in a part of the world where there are no rules we pick up their trailer the chopper run them down grab those hostages before anybody knows we were there what do you mean we deep in the jungle where nothing that lives is safe you lose it here you're in a world of hurt showtime kid knock knock an elite rescue squad you're bleeding, man. I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> is being led by the ultimate warrior. You need the best. That's why you're here. But now... What's got Billy so spooked? There's something out there waiting for us. And it ain't no man. They're up against the ultimate enemy. Holy mother of God. Nothing like it has ever been on Earth before. She says the jungle just came alive and took him. We cannot see it. Blood, no bodies, we hit nothing. But it sees the heat of our bodies and the heat of our fear. Whatever it is out there, it killed Hopper. And now it wants us. It kills for pleasure. He ah! will skin the lion! It hunts for sport. He's killing us one at a time. We're all gonna die. But this time, it's picked the wrong man to hunt. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Century Fox presents Arnold Schwarzenegger. Predator. The hunt begins Friday, June 12th at theaters everywhere. The movie has been regarded by many, me included, as just about the most perfect action film. Great characters, well-paced, brilliant special effects for the time, and world-class action. Behind it, we meet Craig Baxley, who was also involved as director of the previously mentioned Action Jackson. He brings in as stunt coordinator a team of US and Mexican stunt performers to play the soldiers in the campfire fight, which is the biggest action sequence in the movie. Familiar names double the lead. Stuntmen who will carry on with Arnie throughout his career, Joel Kramer and Peter Kent. Mexican stuntmen brought in because of the location used for the filming. Jalisco in Mexico was the location for the jungle terrain of Central America in the picture. Screen Actors Guild rules say that local talent must be used, and this picture had many of the best names, like Alejandro de la Pena, who had worked in films since 1984 on pictures that included Titanic 
the TV series Conan the Barbarian, Collateral Damage with Arnie, and Man on Fire with Denzel Washington, and the Bond movie Spectre. Alongside him was Raul Martinez, who worked uh, on Triumph of the Man Called Horse, that was with Richard Harris, Romancing the Stone, and Salvador, to name but a few. Now, these performers play a vital role in aiding the authenticity of the piece. Now, many films have been set in the jungle before, and everyone is played by Hollywood stuntmen, so using local professionals was always key to the successful look of the movie. Hello, crime fans. I'm Sean Coleman. I'm Chris McDonald. And I'm Rob Parker. We are crime authors. Well... I'm a publisher too. And I'm a giggling buffoon. (laughs) (laughs) We are the Blood Brothers and this is our podcast. Every week we speak to the best and brightest in the world of crime fiction. And embarrass ourselves hugely. No, that's just you. Yeah, definitely just you. Great. Coming to you from the Pod Dojo Network. And sponsored by Red Dog Press. We've got new episodes heading your way all the time. With giveaways and games. Interviews and insight. And laughter. Lots of laughter. Check us out now. On all your favourite streaming services. And give us five stars, so we can't be our own one-star superstar. The Blood Brothers Podcast, your one-stop shop for the best crime chit-chat. Now, doubling on the picture is always a key factor for the stunt coordinator, who has to look at the double and look at the actor and go, right... Who's right for this particular job? Now, stuntman Greg Barnett was given the job of doubling Sonny Sonny Landham. Now, he's the actor uh, who was over six feet tall, powerfully built, had many roles, including Poltergeist by Steven Spielberg and The Warriors and Southern Comfort for director Walter Hill. There was a stuntman called Monty Jordan, Uh, apparently got to double Jesse Ventura, the ex-professional wrestler turned actor. But a lot of the stunt guys who were on the picture were used particularly in that huge firefight. And it's important to know that uh, many were used on safety as well. One particular stuntman was Tony Brubaker. Uh, Now, he was part of that... um, campfire sequence he was there on safety for a lot of the time particularly during a lot of those mass fire burns there's a lot of fire going on a lot of stunt guys set on fire often in isolated shots where you'd have six to eight guys in a shot at one time that's the group you see them ablaze and then also a lot of the kills are done individually So when you do see people die, they're often, it's them on their own, or two of them, small numbers. Um, Tony also doubled Bill Duke for part of that sequence as well, um, because his kill, along with Carl Weathers, for instance, is done off screen. So you see the contact with the Predator itself, but then the kill itself is often done as a scream off camera. And it's cut to another sequence where the rest of the team who are running away, Arnie and the girl, they then turn, hear the scream and then carry on. 
So this was happening quite often. Um, there's a couple of lovely moments in the picture. Uh, you remember possibly the guy who is mowed down, uh, is the only phrase really to use, with that Gatling gun, which was a, an extraordinary piece of equipment. Bill Duke remembers firing the thing and saying that the awesome firepower of this was just incredible. The amount of... of bullets that he got to shoot during that picture he doesn't think that he'll ever have to, to have the opportunity of doing it ever again on any other picture but there is a moment when um there's a guy in a tree a sniper in a little nest at the top and he is fired down mowed down with this gatling gun and the, the fall itself is done in two parts the first part is the stuntman in the tree falling into a, an airbag now that is stuntman Billy Burton and he falls from the tree lands in the airbag there is a separate shot which is then put together whereby he crashes through the roof and lands in uh, like a barn area so they're all done separate shots um, the other thing that I always remember from this picture is Arnie sliding and sliding and sliding and then disappearing off the end of that cliff uh, which having seen some of the photographs of it looks like it's a good 70 to 80 feet and that of course is Joel Kramer his stuntman doing that and doing a remarkable job of pitching himself and landing in the water you have to hit water very carefully you can't just throw yourself at it uh, from five ten feet you know if you land flat in that it will injure you and in certain cases could very very easily break your back um it's like hitting concrete if you don't hit it properly um a number of great names in the uh stunt team um i'll read them out to you just to give you an idea of the quality and that this is again the the back in this period um, I guess this would have been filmed in 86 for an 87 release, I'm guessing. Um, Greg Barnett, Bobby Bass, who crops up a couple of times, Gary Baxley, Steve Boyham, Joffrey Brown, Tony Brubaker, Billy Burton, Steve Chambers, Doug Coleman, Leon Delaney, uh, David Drays, Dave Efron, Richard Humphreys, Norman Howell, Peter Kent, Henry Kinji, Joel Kramer, and Jack Verboice. Uh, this is the American team. And uh, sadly, there's a, a number of these names that they're no longer with us. Bobby Bass isn't here anymore. Uh, Joffrey Brown's not with us anymore. Um, I think uh, I think Steve Chambers passed fairly recently. Leon Delaney isn't with us anymore. Um so there's uh, some extraordinary talent there also and there's nice that there is an additional stunt personnel credit and i'm probably going to marmalize some of the pronunciations on these and i do apologize but i think it's important that they are noted we have manuel benitez raul martinez alejandro de la pena gabriela moreno angel angel de la pena um, Gerardo Mourinho, Mauricio Martinez, No Rolando Smith, and Eric Valdez. Now, these are the additional members. Uh, these are the, the, the Mexican side 
and they are brought in from the South American stunt teams, brought in to assist with the work. Um, the other thing I think is very important to, to, to mention here is the incredible work of a guy who really doesn't get the credit that he deserves. I mean, I appreciate that this is a stunt podcast and that uh, the, the work that we're looking at is based around Craig Baxley and this remarkable team. And we'll look closely on Friday at, at the action sequences themselves. But there is a guy who is absolutely essential to this picture and that is kevin peter hall now he sadly is no longer with us he plays the predator he is the guy inside that predator suit um his name will be familiar you may have seen him in other pictures um harry and the hendersons i seem to remember he's again creature based does a lot of that work uh, did some stuff on um, one of the alien pictures as well because he is very, very familiar with playing the role of a creature and being able to move his body in such a way. The way in this movie that he was able to create this remarkable character, majority of it all created by Stan Winston, the external, the suit itself. But bear in mind that in order to bring that to the screen and give it that element of fear when you look at the thing um, and for it to react in such a way those moments were all created by Kevin Peter Hall uh, Tony Brubaker incidentally did double for the alien uh, the uh, the predator um, a moment in the picture when I think it's a moment when um, Arnie is covered in mud and he's trying the, the mud is the camouflage. It works, and therefore the predator can't see him. But Arnie can see the predator, just as the little mirage. He's blending into the background. He has his own camouflage on. Now, there is a moment in the picture where the predator is at the very top of a tree. It's about 35 to 40 feet, and therefore did not require kevin to be up there plus the fact that kevin had made it very clear he wasn't going up that tree you know and all the tea in china and a couple of zeros on the end of his pay packet wasn't going to get him up that tree so tony brubaker steps in and he's wearing the red suit now if you're not familiar with the red suit take a look at the making of take a look at stan winston's work on this picture the red suit was the way that they created the base layer for the camouflage a little like green screen now it's been developed now but then it was still a little hit and miss but they wanted to create a little something that would allow for that um mirage type effect you know what i'm referring to when it it looks like there's something there and there might be something there but you're not too certain that's the red suit effect and again that's a visual effect but for the purpose of the exercise tony needed to wear the red suit and be at the top of that tree so that's created for that purpose but kevin i think really does deserve um uh, applause for this because he took creature work to a very different level and uh, it's a great loss that he's that he's no longer with us um and i'm very pleased that he played the predator and not jean-claude van damme who 
was not only the original choice, but actually filmed some sequences on location. Now, also bear in mind the difference in height. Kevin Peter Hall is over six feet tall, six, seven, six, eight, maybe a very, very tall. Could even be seven feet tall, I'm not quite certain. But Van Damme isn't. I mean, he's an average Joe, isn't he? I mean, all right, he's built very well, he's very muscular, he's very fit. But he's certainly not the presence that you see on screen, and that presence is created by the wonderful Kevin Peter Hall. So it is a, uh, a, a fabulous movie. I've always, always, always enjoyed it. It is one of those pictures where you can just throw it on. You just put it on and let it wash over you because it really does work on a number of levels. Um, so, as I say, we'll catch up on Friday and we'll go a little deeper into some of the sequences and we'll work a little stuff out. And we'll try and identify a few people here and there, work out how they're doing stuff because there's a lot of stuff going on. It's that beautiful slow motion stuff as well that Craig Baxley does so well. Um, don't forget to check out the Pod Dojo Network, who are responsible for the podcast. And uh, until then, I will see you next time. Bye for now.